Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Peace and mm-hmm. blessings. Peace and blessings. Yeah. Peace and blessings. Everyone, how y'all doing out there in Poet Radio Land? We are live on Unlock Your Minds. So guys, we're going to get started in, in just a couple of minutes. It is 6.58. Central Standard Time, so we do have a couple of minutes. Let's do a sound check. I hear um, um, Brother YG. Uh, let's do a sound check. Yes, let's see sir. how your sound is coming out of your mouth. One, two, one, two. Sounding good, sounding good, sounding good. Let's look, um, see Miss Erica. Okay. Let's do a sound check. Let's do a sound check with Miss Erica and see how she's coming. All right, all right, all right. We, you sounding good. <laughs> you sounding good over there. Okay. So we got to, uh, as we said before, we just got a couple of minutes. It's probably going to come down to one minute. We're going to kick off our 2021 year with the bang. So much has happened since we were last on in 2020. We have a new president. We have a new, new vice president. White folks have stormed the Capitol and broke into the Capitol. <laughs> and um, we got a, a president that left. And we're going to talk about some of everything, man, on this show tonight. So I'm excited. I'm excited to get it in. And so we got about 60 seconds left. 60 seconds left. Right. Wow. So we're counting down, guys. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Make sure your backgrounds are quiet. Make sure your backgrounds are are, are straight, so that uh, we can have a good experience for um, any callers. And uh, as okay. I said before, I'm looking forward to tonight's show. I'm looking forward to tonight's show. We got one minute left, and we are counting right, down. Right. Unlock your minds on the four-time national board-winning poet radio celebrating 10 years live on the air it is that time brothers and sisters it is that time it is that time for unlock your mind we're live on poet radio again your four-time national award-winning radio celebrating 10 years on the air poet radio is celebrating 10 years it's our it's 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 10 year birthday 10 year anniversary poet radio is 10 years old so man we got to go to the host and we got to find out how everything has been for them um, during this time. So let's go ahead and talk to Brother YG first and find out what's been going on with you since our last show. Yeah, how everybody doing? Man, I want to um, congratulate the Poet um, Radio Station for its 10-year anniversary. That's, that's, that's a big deal. You know, um, me, I've just been living, trying to rebuild everything. I'm grateful for the new year that's here. I'm grateful for the people that's around me, that's on the show, that's just, just love, man. I'm just, I'm just here, and I'm loving it. Brother Ice. Uh, all right, let's go to Sister uh, Miss Erica, find out what's been going on with her and in her world since um, the last. Hey, 
Um, I just want to say congratulations on the station and the 10-year anniversary. What a blessing, what a blessing. And I feel blessed, as every day I do. Um, I know it's been a lot of tension. I'm one of those where everybody is on the left, I'm on the right. So it's been a little stressful for me, but I've been good and blessed. I can't complain. Yep, all right, let's go ahead and go to Brother Ellington, find out what's been going on with him since the last show and uh, what's been going on in his world. And then after that, we'll go ahead and start our show. Brother Ellington? Oh, I'm sorry, I muted my brother by mistake. Go ahead. There you go, my brother. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. Uh, Yeah, uh, it seems like a a while since the last show, but I was really blessed by that last show. And uh, all things that's been going on with me, because I work at the schools, it's been different uh, things happening about wondering if the kids going to come back and what kids are going to come back. I work at the high school, so it seems like they really concentrating on the grammar school kids. I believe some of those kids came back at the grammar schools. But other than that, uh, uh, that's about it. And the conversation has been kind of relaxed on at the job, but the conversation has been like how we're going to handle it in the future if uh, uh, with this COVID keeps lingering on and how we're going to uh, respond to if they d- command us to take the vaccine as first responders and how we're going to separate the kids and if we're going to have them all come in every day and all that stuff. So it's a lot of confusion on those legalities, you know, policies and and uh, legalities about the kids coming back. That's the main conversation with that. And that's about it with me right Okay, now. well, look, look, I'm excited. You know, I, I'm excited to cover these topics that we're going to cover tonight. And, um, man, you just added a new one in there that we got to talk about as well, which is the vaccine. So we're going to go ahead with our first topic and with our, with our first subject. And, um, Let's talk about what we came here to do, which is to discuss these issues. So our first issue that we're going to discuss tonight is the insurrection. All right. So for those who don't know what the insurrection was, it was the day that those white folks stormed the Capitol on orders of President Trump. It was a... uh, I don't know if the the word mutiny is the correct word to use for that or not, but man, it was crazy. It was something that. Oops. Are we moving? I don't know. I can't hear him. What uh black guys got muted Sorry. on the phone? Sorry about that. A little bit of technical difficulty, guys. Sorry about that. Sometimes it happens when you're doing the board on your cell phone. But let's go ahead and bring on our first caller, 708-969. Let's talk about some of the things that are on our issue tonight. First, state your name and where you're calling from, 708-969. What's up, gentlemen and ladies? This is uh, Ace Park calling from Chicago Ridge. 
That's what I'm talking about, my brother. Well, look, welcome to the show. A Spark is also one of our celebrity hosts on the Arena Talk, which happens tonight at nine o'clock Central Standard Time. And he's also one of the guest hosts on Voices Behind the Pins that come on on Mondays. But <clears throat> my brother is very knowledgeable about the issues that are going on. So let's talk about the insurrection, brother A Spark. Uh, what did that mean to you? What 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 did that signal to you as far as the state of our nation is concerned and the divide that we heard the president speak about saying, hey, you may not have voted for me. You may not like me, but I'm going to be a president for all. So there's clearly um, tens of thousands, tens of, tens of millions of people who don't support Biden, who voted, who, who voted for and support Trump. And um Thousands of these people stormed the Capitol the other day. So let's talk about that first. What did that signal to you as far as the state of our nation? Well, the, the first thing that I couldn't help but, but think about when I first saw them storming the castle, Black, was when you and I were putting together some of these, these uh, peace marches, these nonviolent marches this past summer and our volunteers and the thought crossed my mind that if we had decided to march with however with peaceful intent on that same capital in that same manner that they would be laying us out and they'd be stepping over us if we were black folk so that's the first thing that crossed my mind that white privilege was on full display when they seized that capital that's that's one of the things that i could not help but but have that crossed my mind. Five people died that day. One of them, at the very least, one we know was was part of the insurrection. The other, unfortunately, was a black, or the, not a black, but a, a police officer who was beat to death. The the problem, 99.9% of those folks were white. There is a, a picture of a, a brother going around. I don't know what the hell he was thinking if he just got caught up in the moment, but this one black guy that was just been identified that was actually part of the group that beat the police officer to death. He has since turned himself in. Um, but, but, but here's the thing. This is our nation's capital. For the first time ever, ever, the Confederate flag was inside our nation's capital. Whether we say that this country has been fed of black people or not, regardless, we are here. And, and you know, it's up to us to do what we can to make the changes and enforce the changes. So this is our capital. Our home is what I'm trying to get at. So I felt like I was infringed on at that point, and I was so grateful for some of these people that acted quickly and steered these insurrectionists away from these congressmen and women who were trying to do their job and, and confirm Biden as the next president. Um, as far as what, what, what Biden said today, this, and I know we're not completely on this topic, but one of the things that he did was roll back the reform that Trump did and enforce, reinforce a policy that everyone in his administration, he wants them to go through and find, do a, um, a report on each and every uh, federal group and have them identify specific systemic racism within that organization, and he wants a report from them. So... It's not just hyperbole when you hear him talk. He's already signed the, the, the executive order into action today. So that's one of the things, one of the first things that he did that's going to help us immediately. Now, is that enough? Of course not, but it's a first step. And the fact that he keeps repeating it over and over, bringing awareness to, to us and letting us know, look, it's on my mind. Not only am I saying it, I'm going to put action into words. He was swearing in a thousand people who are going to, who don't have to go before the Senate for approval, who are going to be on his staff throughout the country uh, uh, earlier today on a conference video Zoom thing. 
and he, I, I must have counted four times where he told them, you are going to treat everyone on your staff equally. If I ever hear in your, my presence that you treat someone of color less than what they should be treated, you will be fired on the spot. So he is adamant about changing the level of the playing field and evening it out for people of all color and races. So is it everything we need? Of course not. That's a hypocrisy. They just asked a black man to step down. What's that? Hypocrisy. What's that? They just asked a black man to step I down. Said that a lot. I said a lot. Of... Sorry? Excuse me? I said I didn't hear what you said. I'm sorry? You said he just asked the black man to well, step down? Yes. For what reason? <laughs> because they nominated a bunch because of black he was people. A part of the Trump tradition. Well, okay. I mean, it's just a whole bunch of hypocrisy, if you ask me. Because that black guy that you just mentioned, he was over the BLM and CIFA, and they had already been planning it for years. You see, during election years. time, when they didn't know if they were going to be able to get, if, yes, for years. They were they planning it for years? Mm-hmm. I don't think yes. they were planning for years. No, I don't think they were planning for years. Maybe a few months, about, but they yes, planning uh, for years. Yes, yes, I have photos. I have photos. I, I, I work right down the street from one of their offices in Chicago. Okay. And I have more people before they even right started tearing up <laughs> our city. Okay. It's written right on their sign. It's written right on their sign. They do most of the protesting by my house. Okay. Well, I mean, if you got proof, you got proof. I mean, you know, then that's that's legitimate, and I respect that. But based on what I know. Yeah, and they try, and and you know what they they did? And you know what they did for Election Day? You know what they did for Election Day? They boarded up all the businesses. They boarded up all the businesses. Why? Because Where? in Chicago, they had just okay. took the boards down. They had just took the boards down from when Black Lives Matters and Antifa burned down, was burning down our businesses, our interests, so, so our local stores. I'm not telling you. I'm not trying to tell you things are perfect. I'm not even. I've I've been saying it, saying this, saying this a, a few times. But, but like he already. Well, hold on. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me, let me let me finish, brother. Let me finish. Let me finish. But I'm trying to tell you that he already he, he already reversed an action that Trump implemented to take away the idea that there's systemic racism within the government. He already reversed that. So that's a step, brother. I'm not saying it's the end all be all, but it's a that's step. A now, you might call it. I'm sorry. But I'm that's just saying that's, it, so. it, it might be. Oh, sister, I'm sorry. It might be. It might be. Um, hypocrisy to you, it, it may end up being hypocrisy. But the fact of the matter is, on day one, he hadn't even no, said that. I mean, even. Bed. And before, saying, when he was interviewed, when he was on a Zoom call with the civil rights leaders, and they asked him what he was going to do, what did he say he was going to do? He didn't say he was going to do anything. He said he's going to spend his time reversing everything that Donald Trump did. 
He had seven he had seventeen executive orders. Nine of them reversed Trump's policies. Nine out of seventeen. He's trying to do everything, reverse everything that Trump did. Some of the things are good. Some of the things are good. He's not gonna take away that space prey program. He's not going to take away the space. I'm, I'm almost guaranteed so, he's not going to so take away the space so, program. So, so, let me, so let me jump in here, guys, and let me explain well, this the where, This is where the hypocrisy comes in. And if I can address hypocrisy comes from. Let me, let me explain the way the order of the show goes, guys. So <laughs> the caller gets to make his or her statement. And once the caller makes his or her statement, then all of the hosts get to reply to the statement that the caller makes. So go ahead and finish your statement, bro. And then what we'll do. Well, look, my last thing is, look, ain't nobody, nobody, nobody is day one. First of all, right. it's day one. It's right. day one. Man had even spent one night in the White House. It's day one. And he decided to make a significant change of policy within the White House that's going to spread throughout the entire government. Uh, for in favor of recognizing the fact that systemic racism does exist. I'm sorry, that's a bonus. That's a plus. You can call it whatever you want. But some people are just never going to be happy. Now we got to take steps forward and we got we to gotta hold him accountable. That's what we got to do. So let's do that. But this is a okay. step, one step forward. That's all it is. It ain't, it ain't the 200 steps we need, but it's one step forward. You got a black vice president. Let's, let's move forward. Let's take these steps we got to take. But it ain't going to change overnight. We all know that. It probably won't change in four years. But let's move forward. Not backwards. Forwards. Okay, my brother. Let's go ahead and um, get the host reply on your comment. We're going to do Brother YG first. Then we're going to do Miss Erica. And then we're going to do Brother Ellington. Brother YG. Yeah, I was listening to the I was listening to the last brother, and um, you know, with the new president, we really got to see what's going to happen because we really don't know what's really going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Now we can we can dwell off the past and what things happened and what things been said so far, but in actuality, we still got to wait to see. Me personally, I don't think nothing is going to be perfect because he's in there. You know what I'm saying? But I'm excited to see the thing that he does for our people or our situations or whatever it may be. I just, I want to see because through all the years and all the presidencies, they only use this for politics and, and the war against us. So they are all the presidents use this in, in politics, but I just want, I want to see one that's going to really do something different, you know, and I hope it's, I hope it's this one. I hope it's, you know, there's a lot of things that going on that look fishy, but it is what it is. Like he sworn in the first transgender in his cabinet. And I just wonder why, because it looked good for the people or was it really qualified? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. So all we can do is sit back and see what, what, what comes to light, you know, stay in prayer and see what and see what happens, you know. Sister E. Hey, um sorry about the little outburst. I thought that I was muted at first. Um, but yeah, I, I believe that a lot of it is hypocrisy. And I wanna lay this on y'all real quick. 
Witches, warlocks, and sorcerers cast spells. Our television does broadcasting. So the reason why I was saying that is hypocrisy because they've tried to suppress all of the other news. Yes, it was some so-called Trump supporters that performed the insurrection. But just like when we were out here peacefully protesting for George Floyd, and it was other races and people who we had never seen in our community before burning down our businesses, putting some of our black businesses out of out of business, tearing up all our means of money, all our means of daily supplies, our medicine. So yeah, you do have a few bad apples out of the bunch, but for one, they wrote an article on it at 9.33 in the morning that it was an insurrection at the Capitol, CNN. You can go check it out. Then they said it was actually insurrected at 12.15 p.m. Trump did not finish his speech until 12.56 p.m. And it takes 45 minutes to walk there. The police chief quit. The Capitol Police Chief quit. Three officers were arrested, and four of them are on suspension. They have video footage of the police letting them in. So, yeah, it's a lie. It's a lie. They, they've basically banned conservative speech. You never hear anything about what's going on on the other side. And actually, Donald Trump has done not just a lot for black minorities. He has done a lot for all minorities in this country. And we get so mesmerized by the TV that we don't do an independent search. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump was the first one. He gave. He gave. Well, I don't. I, I don't. I don't want to get into that. Historically, black colleges. I don't, I don't want to get into that right now. Um, but I'm just saying, is, it's hypocrisy. But, Can you say, right. you keep saying that we're racist, that they're right. racist, and I know a lot of black Trump supporters. Right, so what you I want know, to do, we, that, that, is, right that, me. that is one of our topics for tonight. I just don't want to jump ahead and get into that because we just talk about the insurrection but right now. But we had said that it was a well, he had said that it was a system, uh, a systemic racism thing. And I'm saying okay. that the Democrats have only been the ones that's been pushing the racism. They the ones been pushing racism. All you hear is Donald Trump's a racist. He's a racist. He's a racist. Everybody's racist. Every, anybody who support him is racist. No matter what color you are, you're a racist. They don't want to be promoting the violence. When the George Floyd stuff was going on, what they say, I'm surprised there's not more uprisings. We had Kamala Harris say this. We had Nancy Pelosi say this. We had Schumer say it. We had um, um, that other, what's that other black congresswoman name? You had Kamala Harris say it. And they were promoting defunding the police. 
Okay. In our neighborhoods, they came and burned down our neighborhoods, tore down our neighborhoods. When them white folks went to go storm the Capitol, they didn't stop. Washington, D.C. got a lot of black people in it. It's chocolate there, baby. They didn't stop and tell no um, black folks' businesses or nobody's business. They went directly to that Capitol. Okay. I get what you're saying. You got some good points, so hold that thought. Let's go ahead and go to Brother Ellington. Brother Ellington, we're talking about the insurrection right now. And so we got a lot of other things on the topic for tonight that we're going to cover, which was hit on. But when you saw the insurrection, what was your thought on that? And A Spark, I know you're on the line. Got to come back to you for some other points of view, and we got some other callers on the line as well. But let's go ahead and get past this insurrection point so then we can get to our next topic of conversation about this whole thing, which is Donald Trump presidency, which is Kamala Harris. What does that mean to you? Which is also what does a Biden administration mean for our people? So all those topics we still got to cover. So I just, I'm just trying to get through one at a time. So let's go ahead and talk about the insurrection. Um, I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to you, Brother Ellington. What was your thoughts and what did that signal to you and what did that mean when you saw the Capitol being stormed? Okay, so when the Capitol was being stormed, the first thing that hit my mind of uh, not being as politically uh acknowledgeable as, as some of the other callers I've been watching it as closely as some of the other callers have spoken. The first thing that hit my mind if there was if it was us, it would have been a whole different uh, reaction of, of 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 protecting and not allowing us to get that far and that close up to the Capitol. The second thing that came into my mind is that um, America is being exposed to its original sin. It was a, it was founded on justice and liberty for all, but we were the all people in that. In the sin of saying that justice and liberty for all, when it's not for all, brings what they brought over here, which was slavery and injustice, and that injustice. Came, the original sin of America came back to slap America in its face, and that's why it slapped the capital in its face with white people that founded this country when we were the founders of this country. And that's why the whole world is watching this, because now the world is saying, hey, where is your true justice and where is your true liberty? Got it, got it, got it. Ladies and gentlemen, you're tuned into the four-time national award-winning PRET radio. This is Voices Behind the Pins. We're talking about several things tonight on tonight's show. We're talking about several things tonight on tonight's show, and I am excited about what we're talking about because this is our first program of 2021. We just got finished talking about the insurrection, so I'm going to go ahead and bring on another caller. And we're going to talk about how would you grade Trump's presidency, okay? How would you grade Trump's presidency? So let's go ahead and bring on 312-914. 312-914. Caller, you're on the line. State your name and where you're calling from. 
312-914. And if you're just listening. Yeah, this, uh, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you now. Okay. Uh, yeah, good evening, everybody. This is uh, Rayon. Uh, hey, brother. Rayon, how would you grade Trump's presidency um, over the four years? How did he um, handle um, America? And um, how did he handle himself as president? Okay, my my opinion is, uh, well, I'm, I'm I'm coming I'm coming from a I'm coming from a, a viewpoint of where I really don't think our votes really matter. Uh, I think the Republicans and Democrats are two heads of the same snake, and for for the existence of this country, our people have been voting Democrat, Republican. No matter which way we vote, we still we still where we at. Uh, and as far as Trump's presidency, um, I would say Obama, his character, um, just who he who he is as a man, uh, as a human being, is a tough act to follow for Trump. Um, <clears throat> I would grade that as far as Trump's ability to connect with anybody outside of his base, uh, outside of a business business level, uh, yeah, I, I would grade that definitely a F. Uh, I mean, as many times he got up there publicly in the position that he's in, um, and words, you know, knowledge is power and words are power. And, you know, uh, a lot of us on here on this forum right now are poets, and we know words are power. And when you hear you know, how eloquently and how um, the way Obama would say say things. And give it, you know, given that, you know, there, you know, there could be some debates about, the, you know, there could be some fact checks going on on both presidents. But as far as character, connecting to the people, I mean, I, I, connect, with, I connect more with Obama than I connect with, then I connect with Trump. Trump was just, yeah. Just, I mean, it pretty much, pretty much speaks for itself. So, so outside of this, outside of the character, when you talk, when you look at what he did for education, when you look at what he did for economy, when you look at what he did as far as uh, race relations in America, when you look at um, his foreign policy issues, um, how does he, outside of character? Now, just as for those things, how would you rate him? Okay. Uh, <clears throat> let's go. Let's, let's go like this: A, B, C, D, E, F. Okay. okay. Education. Uh, education. I'm gonna go with an F on that. Okay. Let's go with foreign policy. <laughs> foreign policy. Uh, again, F on that. Okay. Race relations. Definitely F on that. Okay. Economy. Economy. Uh, I would give him probably a B, but put an asterisk by it because he, he was following Obama's policy. Okay. And how he dealt with the pandemic.
how he dealt with the pandemic, uh, I, I guess that depends on how people, you know, because you got some that believe in the pandemic, you got some that don't. So for those that do believe in the pandemic, then the way he handled it, of course, was, was, a, was a major fail. Um, but for those that that don't believe in the pandemic, I mean, we, we saw the Black Lives Matter protest. We saw the Trump protest. Mm-hmm. We saw the attack on the Capitol, the so-called attack. Uh, like the FBI never had any info. They got info on everybody else, but they, they had no info on all these, you know, Trump supporters, so-called. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Okay. All right. Well, look, we appreciate that. Hang on on the line. Bring on another caller. Um, we have seven seven three seven five nine, and we're talking about right now. We're talking about President Trump. How would you rate his presidency from the foreign policy to economics to education um, to race relations to how he dealt with the pandemic? Um, that's what we're on right now. Call us, state your name, and where you're calling from. It's Kenneth Jellybean Jennings from out of Chicago. All right, brother Kenneth Jellybean Jennings, who's also one of our celebrity hosts on Poet Radio. He hosts the Wednesday night show, the off Wednesday of this one, called a man called a man's view. And uh, my brother, he's very knowledgeable of what's going on in the world today. Um, give me your take, my brother, on Trump's presidency. How would you rate him on those particular issues? Do you want me to break it down or do you want me to just say it all together? Because he, both of them are going to be the same thing. It's going to be an F for me all the way around. I think this was a failed presidency. I think, of the, I think um, it was a wasted four years. Um, I think we've been, uh, overall, I think we've been hurt more than we've been, than any help that he ever did. Only help that I really say that he really gave us was the fact that he let people expose themselves for who they were. Okay. So I, I, I have no love for the, for his presidency, the four years he had. Um, I think it was one of the worst decisions that Americans ever made. And I don't think it was all totally Americans um, voting that put him in there. I think it was some things that was behind the scenes that got him in there. And we had all paid for it for the last four years. And right now, with the day that he's leaving out of office today, we reached 400,000 people died from this pandemic. That could have been handled so much more differently when we might have had half or even less than that if it was handled the right way. Because the way it was handled, we lost 400,000 people. Okay. So let's go A through F. Okay, let's go down the line on education. What would you get? What grade would you give President Trump? I give him F. Okay, foreign policy. F because we, you few that we had that was allies, we lost a few that was allies, and he lost and he took us away from a lot of things that we was that we a lot of allies and things that we was working with. He took it away from us, so I give him F on that too. Okay, economy. Um, that all depends on what, from what area you're looking from and from. I know a lot of people that say that they've been able to get businesses started, get some things started as an entrepreneur, 
that they were letting you get done. So I guess that all depends on where you look at it from. But I would give him a, a D. A D on that? Okay. And we already you just already explained about the um, how he dealt with the virus. But I will say this. Um, you know that it was under his watch that the vaccine came out. Now, we don't know how you know, effective the vaccine is, but it was under his watch that the vaccine came out. So, um, you know, th- does he give, that, does he get any grades for that? That might be true that it came under his watch. Um, but even though after it came out, one, he promised us that he was going to, he was going to have so many different I mean, not so many different, but he's going to have so many uh, vaccinations here in the United States for us to use that didn't come, that didn't happen. And then one of the first companies that actually put the vaccine out was not a company that was under his, what, um, Trump speeded plant or whatever plan he had was to get it out um, quickly. Pfizer was one of the companies that first got the vaccination out. And they was not under their plan. They refused to take his money to try to skip protocols on what needed to be done. So I still give him a D. Okay. All right. We got you on that. Um, let's go to A Spark real quick. Uh, a Spark, my brother, you commented on the insurrection. Now we got to comment on Trump pre- Trump's presidency. Um, <clears throat> what grade would you give Trump on foreign policy? Well, well, first, I just want to say this really quick, really quick, very briefly, that the, the notion that that conservative is conservative, conservative thought or 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 words or whatever or, or agenda has been re- repressed in the media is just laughable. When you have Fox, the number one news outlet in the entire country, constantly piping out lies. So that's just I got to throw that out there. But anyway, um, the, the first grade was for the economy. Is that is that right? Yes, first grade was economy. So, so the economy is interesting to me because it's a. I thought he did a decent job in certain areas, but his tax, his tax reform that helped the wealthy and is now going to from this point on hurt the middle class because you know anybody making over fifty thousand at this point is going to be taxed a higher rate from twenty twenty one for the next few years. So that so that whole little thing that you thought Trump was doing something for you, he didn't do nothing for you. It only helped the wealthy. So that's that's so I give him a C at 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 best. Okay, foreign policy. The foreign policy. Now this is interesting. I I liked a couple things that he did with the foreign policy. To be honest, this a uh, couple things with the China. I liked what he did, but I did not like pulling out of the Paris Climate Accord. I didn't like pulling out of WHO. That was that was set to go into effect July first of twenty twenty one. I didn't like that at all. I didn't like the way that he treated some of our our. Um, our, our foreign allies. I didn't like the way that he said that he believed Putin over um, his own staff when it came to um, them interfering with the election. That was bogus. He did that right in front of them. They must, you know, they must have just been, you know, that must have made them feel her- terrible. So I give him a D for that for foreign policy. Okay, his investment in education. The education thing, I, I, I give him a very low grade on that as well because. The lady that he put in charge of that tried to privatize education, taking it away and put it to the hands of her own people so that they can make money off of education. So I don't agree with that at all. So that's that's a that's a uh, I'll give him an F on that one. Okay, race relations. 
You got a man up here that says systemic racism doesn't exist. You got a man up there that didn't couldn't say the, the name George Floyd. You got a man up there who is touting QAnon and conspiracy theories that say that indicate uh, that, or that believe that Obama and other anybody against Trump. Just put it that way. Anybody against Trump is drinking the blood of children. Give me a break. Give me a freaking break. This is the president of the United States. And he just, just because they like him, he's going to like them. So, no, zero on all of that. And the last one, how he dealt with the um, COVID-19 virus. I think Jelly Bean stated it very well. 400,000 people are dead. He called it a hoax, a Democratic hoax. He said that it would disappear in the heat. He said that only 15 people would die from it over and over and over. He, he never had a plan. Um, it's, that same thing with his health care, too. He never had a plan for health care either. So he's going he's gonna to drop that on us, but never did. So, um, so no, that's on, on the COVID. All right. Let's go ahead and go to our host, man. You, you've heard a lot of things being said and being spoke about. Let's go ahead and go to Brother YG. Uh, how would you rate President Trump's uh, presidency? And based on what the callers were just saying, um, and how they would grade him. What's your feedback on what you heard the callers say and what's your own personal feedback? Well, you know, this definitely was a president that brings a lot of emotion out of people. So everybody going to have their own personal opinion about it. So ain't nobody wrong. You know, my personal opinion, I give him an overall grade. Of C, and one of the and one of the guys they mentioned this earlier. I think whoever, whoever it was, that came out to Obama was gonna fit. <laughs> so it was a bad timing it, for anybody, though. I think you know anybody coming out to Obama wasn't gonna be perfect, wasn't gonna be right, and it was gonna be people mad, and it was gonna be people happy. So. You know, so I give I give him an overall C. You know, and if you want to go down the the list of questions that you did the other people, I would happily do that. Brother Ice, let me just say this before I bring on Miss Erica. Um, one thing I did respect about Trump is he told you pretty much how he felt. He wasn't the kind of politician that really made you believe one way and do another way, you know, and I felt like um, over the years, the Democratic Party have said just enough that black people wanted to hear, but turned around and they were no better than the Republican on many issues that um, that pertain to our people, you know, so that was one thing I did respect about him is he told you how he felt. Versus lying to us and then doing something that was totally different. So let's go ahead and go to Miss Erica. Miss Erica, how, um, give me your feedback on what you heard our callers said about how they grade Trump on his presidency, and then give us your own grade on the president. Um, I don't want to sound disrespectful, but I think that they should actually do their homework and not just listen to a thousand media streams because everything is in black and white what all of our presidents have done. So I would say do your homework 
instead of just letting somebody tell you kind of thing. Again, the the television programming, the broadcasting. And um of course my overall he had I would give him a grade A plus. I would give him an A plus. But I had to take that plus away and put a minus there because of the pandemic. And it's because I think he fell into their trap. It was um every ain't nobody talking about that forty million that came up missing from the government. It ended up in a virology lab in Wuhan, China. Mm. This ran by the Americans. Now now back up again, you sister. Know, say ain't that say that about Bill Gates. Now back up, say that again so we can so we can nobody's talking about the forty Nobody's talking about the 40 million that came up missing from the government that was sent to the virology lab right outside of Wuhan, ran by Americans, that created the coronavirus itself. Okay, and we, and we get, we're getting some, we're getting some bad... We're getting some bad feedback on your phone, sis. See if you can make some type of adjustment. But we're getting some bad feedback on your phone. Okay. Go ahead. Okay, that's good now. That's good now. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, sis. Okay. And, um, and I think he fell into their trap. I believe that the Chinese Communist Party and that we have a – that's what the swamp is all about, is that they – committed bio-warfare against the American people because they knew that Trump was going to get reelected because, for one, we had the all-time lowest unemployment rate amongst minorities, not just blacks, but all minorities, Asians, Mexicans. Uh, we had in women and youth since the Civil Rights Movement. He gave more money to the historically black colleges and universities than any other American administration. He opened up, he made school choice for children. He didn't privatize the schools. He kept private schools open, which a lot of us fought for charter schools and different schools other than alternatives and just public school because they were overcrowded. So we were looking for an alternative to put our children. That was something we wanted. One of my kids chose to go to a charter school instead of a public school. So that was something that we wanted. Because before then, our classrooms were overcrowded. Then he was the first president to bring peace to the Middle East. They said it couldn't be done, but he did it. Then, and then guys, and those, those who are on the line, and those who are on the line, guys, we got to fact check these this information, which is what I'm doing now while you're speaking. 
um, on the economy, on the unemployment rate and everything. So, guys, go ahead and do your research and look that up because we want to know what those numbers are. Yeah. Go ahead, finish, yeah. uh, finish um, sis. Go ahead. I, I like this information that you're bringing, though. Yeah. Yeah. And then also, he gave our military the money that they've been begging for for years. You know, and he helped everybody across the board. And yes, some of the wealthy benefited from the um, tax cuts. But guess what? Everybody got tax cuts. Everybody. So you can't get mad because they saving more because they make more. Everybody got less taxes taken out of their checks. Not just rich people. And he punched the bankers in the balls and the interest rates lower so that we could actually buy our own property. We own more businesses and property as black people. We own more businesses and property since the civil rights, since they burned down our businesses in the first place. In race relations, because he believes in the law, I believe in the law. I don't believe in uh, all they, the Democrats pushed to defund the police mm-hmm. when we should have been pushing to reform the police, not defund them. Now, now let me, now let me, let me jump in. That. Let me jump in, Miss Erica. So um, when Trump took mm-hmm. office, the black unemployment rate was 7.5%. Then it says that mm-hmm. um, under Trump's presidency, we're talking about the black unemployment rate. Under Trump's presidency, the black mm-hmm. unemployment rate hit the lowest level ever recorded at 5.4% in August 2019. So we're not counting 2020, the year that the pandemic hit, because, you know, everybody lost their jobs that year. But if you take into account the year that Trump was in office, she is right that when t- Trump took office, the unemployment rate was 7, 7.5%. And when Trump got in office, the black unemployment rate hit its lowest ever, which is 5.4%. And that was recorded in August 2019. I'm just fact-checking what the sister said. Go ahead, go ahead sis. I'm going to let you finish your thought. Look, up the, look at he gave more money to the historically black colleges and universities. That was one of the first things he did. And the Bible say first to the Jew and then to the Gentile. And we was the first ones he addressed, even though we the so-called minority. As far as foreign policies, when he cracked down on immigration, that's why our unemployment went down. Because he cracked down on immigration. And we can't go to anybody else's country without our proper paperwork and not go to jail. Look what was going to happen to the Ball brothers when they was in China and Donald Trump went and got them. Before he was even into politics. And I bet a lot of y'all didn't know that he was the one who bankrolled Jesse Jackson. Um, um candidacy when Jesse Jackson was running for president. He the one helped Russell Simmons get on. Donald Trump been helping black people. 
when Jennifer Hudson family got killed, she went and stayed with him and his family, not at one of his properties, but she her and her kids went and stayed with him and his family. That man is not a racist. Even that statement um, when they demonized him on the news, uh, Trump said white supremacists, and they showed you a little clip that they spliced together, some white supremacists, some good and some bad on both sides. But, and this is how I woke up, because I had just caught the end of it, so I went to YouTube and pulled up the whole video. He said, let me first start by saying that white supremacy, neo-Nazis, and nationalists, the KKK, should be condemned. However, there were some peaceful protesters out there, which were black people, protesting the coming down of the Robert E. Lee statue. Some good is some bad. But KKK, neo-Nazis, nationalists, they should be condemned. He said it four times in that same speech, and they spliced it to make it say that some of them good, some of them bad. Okay, well, let's now, give brother Ellie. We, we don't forget since we got to give brother Ellie. We got to give brother. Okay, go ahead. We got to give brother Ellie come on here too. Okay, so what what grade would you give him? A A through A through F. Give me give me a grade. Okay, okay, brother Ellington. We're talking about Trump's presidency. What grade would you give him? And you can comment on some of the comments that were made previously before you if you want to rebut anything. Um, but give us your comments as well. Okay, so this is a very interesting uh, conversation and uh, the knowledge that's been exposed uh, as, as, uh, as made me think about a lot of different things but be not understanding certain details of uh, uh fact checks or whatever and in in the history and the fact checks that uh uh erica has brought up is very uh interesting and enlightening to have that knowledge to know that but this is what i i understand just broadly looking at it from the way i i, I see the perspective okay now, Donald Trump was a president that exposed the hidden feelings or the hidden uh, 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 divide when it comes to classes and white and black and privilege and, di and disenfranchising and, and those that are not privileged in this American society. So we know that white privilege is alive and well has always been alive and well since the foundation of this country. And white supremacy is a is a a title entitlement that has been put on uh, white people because they're basically the oppressors that took this land. Okay. So what I believe is that Donald Trump exposed it that. Now what the thing about it is his boldness, and like you was said earlier, he he didn't he too much didn't carry his thoughts on his sleeve or he what he wanted to speak. So he he kind of he was like a bold president that said whatever was on his mind and didn't worry about how he articulated it or being politically correct. So I believe that that was a 
season in this American history that had to bring us around to really look at our faith in America in ourselves in our faith in America of how the faith of America looks in the world. Now, when it comes down to the pandemic and the different things he's done with that, I feel, and I felt this from the onslaught, and I think young lady Erica kind of touched on it a little bit, was I believe that was a germ warfare. Because soon as Trump came up with talking about he was going to uh, bring some economic sanctions and tariffs to China because they they make all these products from China and these foreign lands, and then we buy it over here in, in, in America. So to get some of that money back over over our way, that's when it seemed like it was a little bit after that, then all of a sudden this uh, 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 situation broke out with the, uh, the COVID, the coronavirus in China. Now, we know that uh, uh, China has always had a problem with their population. So they, even if they had the virus first, I, I feel that they felt in German, in German warfare, they could afford to lose some people. So the thing was is, let's get this over, over where maybe this powerful big country can't afford to lose the people like we can. And then all of a sudden now, it seems like it's uh, swept over the world. You don't hear about that problem with the coronavirus as we heard about it at first. Okay, so that's just my take on that. Another thing on that take is that um, I've heard from my from uh, what I've heard that uh, Bill Gates had predicted the virus back in 2015, and then he had some investments and some money in some uh, in this medicine or this virus or. Uh, uh, well, I don't know if it was the virus, the COVID money, but he had some money invested in in uh, uh, medicine. Uh, and, and him and uh, uh, his wife, uh, uh, his, his wife, uh, I'm, 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 I'm trying to think and get this conversation out. But him and his wife, I went to a, a Christian leadership conference, and they were talking about population control and how to help third world countries and bring billionaires in to do something about population control in to these third world countries. So sometimes it's an overplay for health or underplay for another cause. So that's the way I look at that. Now, if you want to go the grade that I might give him, I give him um, on education. I did hear about he made an open door for black colleges to receive or finances to support them. So I give them maybe a BRT on that from just understanding that. I don't know about the other things that he did for education. Uh, for being a president that uh, that tweeted and, and spoke about rhetoric and kept his, his name in the... In the let, let, let me jump in real quick, Brother, um, Brother Ellington. So, uh, let me... so that... Uh, let me jump in real quick because I do have a fact check on the education piece. Um, here is um, something from WUSA 9 TV. 
It says we went straight to the Department of Education. And according to their records, Trump gave the most to historically black institutions for both undergrad and graduate studies. Obama held the record back in 2010. But in 2018, Trump appropriated more than three hundred and sixty million dollars, 32 million more than Obama. So we can verify Trump has spent more than any other president on HBCUs. So I'm, I'm fact checking that for you. Go ahead. Uh, finish your statement, though. OK, okay. so uh, the thing is, is that without really understanding the other things he might have been good at or contribute beyond the rhetoric that he brought so much division in this country, uh, I believe that it was just a time of exposure to bring a bring open a wound in this country. Like I said earlier, uh, the original sin coming back uh, uh, on America to bring a time of healing. Sometimes you have to open wounds, get the infection out to make the wound heal right. So I believe that he exposed the infection of this government and of this America for its hypocrisy and its false label of true democracy, liberty, and justice uh, for all. And that if we really want to be the country that has a human and humane concept and consciousness for human beings and removing the racist rhetoric and removing the divide of the black in white America dealing with the injustice and the justice and the liberty and the opportunity, then it's time for America to step up and show that true image at, at, at this time. So I feel and the transition from Obama to Trump to what we're going to come into now, this is what's going to have to happen on the next step uh, of America. Okay. And, and and I'm going to jump in right there because we're coming down to the close of our show, but we still have one more question. And I want everybody to answer, guys. If you can answer this in 30 seconds, I would really appreciate that. Uh, and let me just say this. I believe that Trump would have been reelected if he would have just shut his mouth and stayed off Twitter. I'm going to say that again. I believe Trump would have been reelected if he would have just shut his mouth and stayed off Twitter. Because people really judged President Trump on his character flaws and on what he said out of his mouth and what he put on social media. That's what they were judging him on. As far as the economy is concerned, people probably, more money probably flowed through poor people's hands. Than, than ever flowed through before. People was getting these SBA loans, $10,000. They was getting these unemployment and additional $600 every two weeks. They were doing, you know what I'm saying? So it was a lot of benefits economically. Um, and as you see with the HBCUs, the black unemployment rate, and these things were fact-checked. Again, it was his character people were looking at. It was the things that came out of his mouth that people were looking at. It was his support of white, right-wing radical organizations that people looked at. That's why he lost the election. 
in my opinion. So let's go ahead. 30 seconds. We're going to go down the line. We'll start with the callers first and we'll end with the host. Um, what do you think we have to look forward to in a Biden Kamala Harris election? We're going to start first with 773-759-773-759. What do you think we have to look forward to with the Biden Harris um, presidency administration? Well, first of all, say, what does it profit a man to gain the world and lose his soul? And I think that's what we was doing under Trump. Under this administration, for me, I'm going to take a way to see approach. I'm not going to put no expectations on what I think it can be, what it should be, or how it could be. I know what I want it to be. I want it to be successful as far as black folks getting the chance to, to be able to step up and get a seat at the table. And and, and, and and then go from there. So I don't have no expectations. I'm going to wait and see. Okay. Let's go ahead and go to our next caller. We appreciate your comment, my brother. Let's go to 312-914. 312-914. What do we have to look forward to, to a in a Biden-Harris uh, administration? 30 seconds. Three one two nine one four. All right. No, sorry, ahead. I was muted. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Sorry, I was muted. Um, yeah, that's a good question. Um, so this is it's a really good question. I mean, right now the message that if if we're talking about the media portraying Trump a certain way versus the facts on record, then the same should be true for Biden and what we see in the media versus the facts on record. So it remains to be seen. It, it, it remains to be seen. I, I'm not convinced yet. It sounds good, but I'd rather, I rather see a sermon than hear one. Okay, we appreciate you for that. Let's go ahead and go to Brother YG. Brother YG, what do you think we have to expect for a Biden-Harris administration? Well, I think they're going to try to do a lot of things. Now, keep in mind, because now, that's what the they got the House. Keep in mind, they have the House and the Senate. So anything and they the want Senate. to pass, they, yeah. got two years to, they got two years to do it. I think just by the way, like you just said, like you just said, how they judge Trump, not on his acts, but on his words. I think they're going to use that and try to use, do a lot of things because the society wanted to be. Not not because it may be right or wrong. I think they're going to, they're going to try to make, just, just be politically correct. Like, if this is what you want, this is what we're gonna do. For the for the for the for the um, LGBTQ community, they just put a transgender there. They gonna do they gonna they gonna do things to try to make everybody happy, whether they're right or wrong. I think just to be just to have that image, you know. They gonna they they gonna try to be an image. I think that's just me personally. You know, I'm looking forward to find out is it gonna be. Is it going to be worth it and for black people and not just because um, the image they trying to uphold, you know, but I want to see. I definitely want to see. 
We appreciate you coming, Brother YG. Uh, Miss Erica, what do you think we have to expect for a Biden-Harris administration? I think we have to accept that it will be BCA, Biden's Communist America. I don't know if people realize that socialism is communism and that these people just really trying to make it look good so that the blow won't be so bad when they're kicking you down. I believe that they racist and they only looking for financial gain. I believe these people are evil, and even in the Bible it says that the liberals will sound good to you in your face, but they will be the ones to hurt you the most. Okay, we appreciate it. Okay, and, we uh, and, and can I just say this one thing real quick? Yes, go ahead. They offered, they offered, and this is why I would say the Communist Party, because they didn't gave the Biden family $1.5 billion, and also he had a Chinese handler at that inauguration today, and when, after the insurrection, they, the Chinese president offered to give them 250,000 peace soldiers. That means we are already infiltrated. Our borders are closed. That means them people are already here. It's time to wake up because shit's going to get real. <laughs> okay, we appreciate that, Miss Erica. It's okay. No, we wanted a contrast of opinion tonight. We didn't want everybody saying the same thing. We didn't want everybody agreeing. We need to hear different perspectives and different sides of the coin and the equation because everybody don't think the same. So we need a representation of how everybody thinks and how they view things. So we definitely appreciated your comments tonight. So I want you to know that. So you, ain't nobody upset. Ain't nobody mad. I love it. I love it. I love the fact that we get to hear how someone else thinks other than the way we think and how someone else view things other than the way we view things. So good job tonight, sis. Let's go ahead and go to Brother Ellington. Um, what do we have to do for the Biden-Harris um, administration, my brother? Well, like I, like you just said, I really appreciate the kind uh, the uh, what did you say, the 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 different uh 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 voice the contrast that, uh, Erica has spoken on this situation, but mm -hmm. uh, the thing is with me the way I, and the way I kind of like think, been sticking it out all along is it depends on the people holding these politicians to the fire for their promises. So what I look forward in the Biden and Harris administration is now that they got the house in the Senate, there should be no excuse in their ability to keep the promises. Now, in that aspect and realizing that we have been taken for granted for bringing the Democratic vote in for a while, we need to make that clear that they have to poignantly do something directly to affect a better way for black America in America today. And I think now that they beat up uh, 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 Ice Cube so much with him coming up with the black agenda plan, 
or the or what is that? I forgot the, the uh, contract for Black America. Or uh, it needs to come up again, and we need to have a serious contract that deals with our issues. You know, just like they try to deal with the issues with the the LGBTQ, the women's rights issues, or any other issue that might come up. They need to come up with something that directly deals with our issues as the most oppressed people and the most people that has made this country great and most people that's profited off of our backs and our talents and our gifts and our abilities in this country. We appreciate those comments, Brother Ellington. And I know Trump like, damn. It don't matter what you do for these black people. They still going to go with the Democrats. I didn't gave money to their schools. I didn't lower they, um, they which we call a rate. But I guess one thing that Trump did not figure into the equation is it means a lot to black people when it comes to injustices that is perpetuated across the television screen. So when it comes to police killing unarmed black men and those type of things, um, that probably almost matters more to black people than the economic benefits and those type of things do, which, you know, um, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. But I know he got to be thinking today or when he lost the election, when he finally faced the fact that he lost the election was why didn't these black people vote for me? after the things that I did for their community. And some will argue that he even did more for black the black community than President Obama did, according to the economic um, benefits and the educational benefits of it. So, man, look, again, man, it's been a hot show. I want y'all to go back and listen to it. Uh, Erica, we got to find out why you were getting so much feedback from your phone tonight. That's why I kept you on mute. When you were not um, when you were not speaking, because we had we kept getting some funny type of sound feedback from your phone. But I'm going to share the show inside of the inbox so that you can take a listen to it and you can see what I'm saying as far as the sound was concerned. But look, man, this has been our first um, unlock your minds for 2021. And I think it was a very powerful spirited show. I think that everybody has some wonderful comments. So. At this time, I'll um, let all the hosts say good night to everybody. Can I say one more thing, right quick? Yes, sir. Go ahead. Hello? It's still going to be the onus is going to be on black people having unity and caring and respecting themselves. When it comes down to it, if we don't love and respect ourselves and stop uh, killing each other and doing the things that we have marched for, for us to stop doing to each other. That's where the power going to lie, with us standing up for each other and loving ourselves to really bring a change for ourselves. Okay. No only said. And on that note, good night, everybody. Good night. Hey. Good night. God bless. Oh, everybody knows that all the JFK, the rest of the JFK fouls, the crossfire hurricane. Uh, the UFOs all always been declassified as of January 15th. Oh, wow. So we need to see those documentations. So if you get a hold on them or know where to find them, then let us know so that we can uh, research them too.
Oh, it's yep. public record now. It's declassified. So you can do an independent search. I'm, I'm sorry. I had to get that out. Didn't mean to mess up the end of the show. But if anybody been interested in that stuff, there's a lot of revealing information um, from um, the Obamagate, um, the Crossfire mm-hmm. Hurricane, JFK, uh, MLK, and UFOs. I'm definitely interested, and I will check it out. All right, family. We'll see you guys on the next show. Don't forget, Arena Talk is tonight at 9 o'clock p.m., and they're going to continue this conversation on their show. All right? Peace and blessings, y'all. Peace.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.